Good morning, Hood College. Coming to you live from the Glasswald Studios of Blazer Radio on the third floor of Rosenstock. This is the morning announcements for Monday, March 28th. I'm your host, Tim Jacobson. Sitting across from me once again, my co-host, Nick Titus, the host of the Misleading Podcast. Nick, how you doing? I'm doing good this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm confused by the weather. Me too. Um, <laughs> it's drive me crazy. Saturday was a was a roller coaster, and this morning in Frederick it was snowing. Yeah. So don't really know what to expect anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. I think that's the. I think that's the 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 rest of March and April. We're just gonna yeah. whatever. Hopefully May will be normal. Oh God, let's hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, just to let everybody know, um, there are only seven weeks left in the semester until final exams. Can you believe that? I've been counting down the weeks. <laughs> I totally can believe you're that. You're markering off yeah. day by day. I have a feeling you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the first semester that we've been back kind of 100%. So I think it's been, you know, somewhat tiring, I think, especially for uh, for people, uh, for freshmen who are starting their sophomore year. All right, well, let's get into the show. Uh, let's start with uh, with trivia from last week. The answer to last week's trivia question, our question was, in what year did Hood College, founded as an all-women's school, start allowing men to enroll? Not live on campus, or sorry, not live on campus, but just enroll. The answer, in the early 1970s, Hood College began to consider becoming a co-educational institution. In October of that year, the Hood College Board of Trustees voted to begin enrollment of men as commuter students. That same year, Hood also decided to begin a graduate school program for both men and women. These changes were implemented in January of 1971. Can't believe that? 1971. And I think um, Al Weinberg, I think, was one of the first um, men to go to Hood College. And uh, Al ended up working here uh, as, a, as an instructor in the communications department. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So shout out to Al. All right, let's start with uh, a recap of last week in sports. Lots going on uh, last week in sports. Track and field. Uh, both men's and women's teams started their spring season last week at the Goucher Interconference Meet down in Baltimore. Senior Evan Ellington ran a time of 11.19 seconds in the 100 meter to place first. Uh, Ellington also placed fifth in the 200 with a time of 23.24 seconds. And freshman Jamal Mins recorded a time of 22.99 seconds in the 200, putting him uh, in second place. Uh, the time is the third fastest for a Blazer in the event in Hood College history, which isn't too bad. I like that. Uh, McDaniel College would go on to win the meet. Uh, the men would end up fifth. On the women's side, sophomore Tay Zekman broke an almost 13-year-old school record in the javelin throw to lead the women's track and field team. Her first place throw of 32.27 meters, or around 105 feet and 10 inches, replaces the previous record of 31.87 meters, or 104 feet and 7 inches. That record was set by Erica Hammer back in 2009. The four, um, the four 400-meter relay of Adali Heller 
Aaron Whaley, Chloe McQuillan, and Shania Mason placed second with a time of 4 minutes and 50.69 seconds. And our own podcaster, host of Rafi's Room, Rafaela Henson Vendrell, finished second in the 5,000 meter run with a time of 21 minutes and 25.33 seconds. Hood would end up on uh, Hood would end up finishing in fourth place overall, with Marymount College finishing in first. All right, congratulations for there. That's a pretty cool um, record set by Tay, a, breaking a 13-year-old record. And uh, congratulations to our own podcaster, Rafaela, host of Rafi's Room. I love that. Uh, on the hard court, uh, men's tennis fell to Juniana. Uh, Juniata, nine to zero on Tuesday, up in Huntington, uh, Pennsylvania. While the women came home with a six-three victory over the Eagles, freshman Lauren Scheffler shut out her opponent uh, at the number three single spot, winning the match six-zero six-zero. While uh, our own uh, podcaster sophomore Corey Mark. Um, added a 6-2-6-1 victory over her opponent in the number four singles. Women's tennis is doing really well this year. I think they should be proud. Hopefully men can uh, can turn it around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> to the Diamonds, the men had back-to-back-to-back games this past weekend, losing to Gettysburg on Friday 18-8 and then dropped a doubleheader in Salisbury to the 13th-ranked Seagulls 13-5 and 8-0. A bright spot during Saturday's game was hitting of the hitting of freshman Matt Stout, who reached base in all four plate appearances, going for three for three with two doubles, two RBIs, and a walk. The guys rounded out the weekend with a 6-2 loss to Salisbury before heading home. I don't think the boys are happy with the way their season's going so far. I don't know what it is. Um, it just might be one of those things, but it's a long season, so let's hope they can uh, get things turned around. Uh on the softball side of the diamond, uh, the women had a much better uh, week. Uh, they started on Tuesday with Rebecca Gottlieb and Jocelyn um, Figler uh, being listed among the week's top performers uh, in Division Three softball by the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association. That's awesome. Uh, Gottlieb, a first-year pitcher, went three for one with a 2.41 ERA, 25 strikeouts over 29 innings. Uh, she threw back-to-back shutouts against Augsburg and Rhodes and threw 16.1 consecutive scoreless innings. Uh, Figler battled uh, a 4.42 average for the week, batting average that is, uh, with seven doubles and has now hit safely in 13 straight games. Good for them. On Saturday, the, woman's tra- uh, the women traveled to Har- Harrisonburg, Virginia for a doubleheader matchup against Eastern Mennonite College, dropping the first game 9-8 to and seeing the second game called in the seventh with the score nodded at 5. Rebecca Gottlieb, uh, Jocelyn um, Figler, yep. and Alyssa Walters each hit a home run on the, on the day. Gottlieb went for 4-for-9 four, uh, four between the two games, including a three-hit second game. She drove in four, including her three-run shot in the nightcap. Figler also doubled and had three RBIs on the day. Walters scored three times and drove in two. All right. And then uh, back at home field on Sunday, 
Actually, it was Saturday. No, it was on Sunday. Hmm. I think they played Saturday now that I think about it. Uh, the Blazers swept a, a doubleheader against Alvernia. It was Saturday, not Sunday. I don't know why I have Saturday now. It was, it was Saturday because they played at the same time as... Uh, as uh, as uh, lacrosse was playing, uh, Jocelyn Figler and Rachel Benden hit back to back two out home runs in the bottom of the seventh inning as the Blazers picked up a nine eight walk off win in the opener. Uh, Figler also homered in the sixth inning. Uh, the softball team completed the sweep with a twelve four win uh, over five innings in the game in game two. Um, I think that was a, a, a shortened game because of uh, weather. Um, Benden picked up the win with a complete game from the mound in the uh, the late evening game. She struck out four batters in five innings, allowing only four runs on seven hits and two walks. Uh, to the lacrosse pitch on Wednesday, the men saw their halftime lead. I think they were winning 9-8 at half. That faded away as they fell to Marymount, uh, 18 to 11 at Thomas Field. Uh, sophomore Aiden uh, Gelsdorf had four goals on the day, while goalkeeper uh, Alex Dudvik recorded 21 saves in goal and also picked up a team high six ground balls. The men turned things around on Saturday with a wild overtime win against Farley Dickinson University Florham. Freshman Robbie Wiley led the Blazer attack with three goals, including the game-winning goal halfway through the overtime period. The win gives the Blazers a 5-3 record before they start the conference play. On the women's side, senior Laura Skarobach scored her 100th career, career goal on Wednesday in a home field matchup against Newman University. Skorobach put seven balls in the back of the net to lead the Blazer to a 28 win, 22-8. It was the team's third consecutive win. That's a decisive win, 28. If you can, one person scoring seven goals. And congratulations to Laura for her 100th career goal. That's uh, quite the milestone. Uh, unfortunately, their three-game win streak uh, would come to an end on Saturday with a home field loss to Montclair State University. Uh, they lost 17-5 to in non-conference play. Uh, the Blazers now sit... At four and four on the season before they start conference play this week. Um, golf. Um, uh, the men uh, won the LVC Spring Invitational, uh, hosted by Lebanon Valley at Lebanon Country Club up in Pennsylvania early in the week, placing four golfers in the top 10. That's pretty cool. Sophomore Brady. Leonard, uh, tied for first with a three over 75. Graduate Sterner student uh, Tanner Leonard carded an 80 on the day, which was good for sixth place. Uh, senior Sam Driscoll shot an, uh, an 83. Uh, that would tie him for seventh. And junior Will Kajawa uh, finished tied for ninth with an 84. Uh, Leonard was also named Mac Commonwealth conference golfer of the week on saturday the women's team battled with the weather at the cardinal classic hosted by the catholic university at black rock golf course wind hail snow and cold conditions affected every player on the course 
Freshman Mary Emma Gouldie shot her second straight round of 86 to tie for 14th. A total of 10 of the golfers ahead of her on the uh, leaderboard were from Division One and Division Two institutions. The 86 tied her own score for the MAC preview tri-match for the second lowest round in program history. The carded, uh, they, com- uh, they carded a combined 381, which was good enough for 8th place, but 5th among Division Three programs. All right, that's pretty good. Um, I mean, shooting an 86 on a day like Saturday, um, I saw photos out there. Um, it was brutal <laughs> conditions to play golf in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how anybody uh, played golf in those conditions. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. All right, this week in sports, uh, baseball host Messiah University on Tuesday with a 3.30 first pitch over at um, Frederick Community College. And then they travel to Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, for a, uh, a rematch with Messiah on Friday. Softball travels to Marymount University on Wednesday for a doubleheader. Uh, first pitch is set for 3.30, while men's and women's lacrosse head to Lebanon Valley College for their first MAC conference games of the season. Now is when their conference or, or when, their, uh, when their season really heats up. On Saturday, both tennis teams travel to Alvernia College for matches. Both lacrosse travels to Widner University for more conference play, and both track and field teams travel to Towson for the Tigers' annual invitational meet. All right, so lacrosse has a busy week. They got away games on Wednesday and away games on Saturday as well. So no home games, uh, but we'll, we'll get them back here soon enough. Uh, next, all right, around the, cro- around the quad. Things happening here at Hood. Not much happening today, uh, but tomorrow, uh, Federal and State Agency Career and Internship Fair. Uh, learn about opportunities in federal and state government criminal justice, natural resources, disaster relief, and more. Recruiters from 20-plus agencies will be on hand to answer questions and pass out literature. Uh, Make sure you bring your resume to Whitaker Commons from noon to 2 p.m. and um, dress like you want a job or an internship. Also tomorrow is the Haynes Biomedical Ethics Lecture. The time is 6 p.m. in the Hodson Auditorium in the Rosenstock Hall. An evening with Harriet Washington. Harriet Washington, the author of Medical Aparthi, will give a talk on the history of medical experimentation on African Americans from the era of slavery to present day. It's free and open to the public. It's sponsored by Hood College Humanity Council and the Haynes Lecture Fund. That should be a a, a very interesting um, talk. to get the, the, the true history of some of the uh, experiments that were done on, uh, on people of color. Uh, it's, it's not something that our country or uh, humanity should be proud of. On Wednesday the 30th, uh, join members of the Hoot community in celebrating the Hindu tradition of Halai, uh, a festival honoring Krishna. Uh, this is going to take place on the patio of Whitaker, Whitaker Commons. From 4 to 6, there's going to be food, music, dancing, and other festivities. Go for the food. Um, If you haven't tried any of the uh, Hindu and Indian culture food, it's great. Uh, And everyone is also invited to take part in the Halai tradition of chalk throwing. Just don't bring your cameras or iPhones anywhere near the chalk. 
because it'll ruin your cameras. And then um, Wednesday evening, uh, Vagina Monologues, hosted by the Hood Feminist Student Union, 8 to 10 p.m. in Whitaker Commons. You will have a chance to read a monologue from the Broadway play Vagina Monologues or even write your own and present it out loud uh, to the gathered crowd if you want. Uh, and there's also going to be painting and free food. I think like you could probably get by at Hood by eating free food almost on like a, a every other day basis. And I'm sure there's some people <laughs> writing down lists and looking out for that. Yep. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. All right, Friday. Not much going on Thursday, but for Friday, it's April Fool's Day, and it's also a show night for the Hood Dance Ensemble. This semester's concert is titled Carry On and will take place on the Hudson Auditorium stage in Rosenstock Hall. Curtains open at 7.30 p.m., and admission is free, but they do like donations. Yeah, that's always a good time watching the Hood Dance Ensemble. I think they do. And I think this is their this is their first year with a new um, choreographer. Um, I can't remember the woman's name, but I know she retired after a long time. So I think that's why they're titling uh, this performance carry on um on the weekend uh, if you can't make it to the hood dance ensemble concert on friday they're doing it all over again on saturday um, same place same time same lineup and saturday is once again admitted students day on campus so if you see a bunch of uh young people wandering on around who you don't recognize Give them a good old hearty hood hello because they might be your classmate next year. Uh, the downtown breakdown, things happening uh, in and around Frederick. On Wednesday the 30th, uh, the Flying Dog film series uh, returns to the Weinberg Center. They are going to be showing the uh, 2001 Moulin, uh, the 2001 musical Moulin Rouge. Uh, tickets are $7. Curtain rises at 7.30. It's kind of a nice place to go watch a, uh, a show. I have to admit, I've gone there a few times. And then on Friday, uh, the Weinberg, again, uh, back at the Weinberg, they're going to be hosting singer Katie Deal in a trip down country music's memory lane. Crazy for Patsy Cline. Features a live Nashville band and a powerful singer. Uh, taking the audience from Patsy Cline's early music to her jazz club days. Crazy for Bats, Patsy Cline is a unique concert version of the songs and stories of Patsy Cline. Uh, not a lot of people know, but Patsy Cline has deep ties to Frederick, uh, Frederick County. Uh, she wasn't born here. She was born in, uh, in Winchester, uh, Virginia, but she played uh, in her early years uh, over in Brunswick at the Moose Lodge and the Brunswick Fire Hall and played at other venues uh, in and around Frederick. Uh, showtimes for this one start at 8 p.m. And tickets start at uh, a measly $25. So if you're a Patsy Cline country fan, um, head over to the Weinberg. Also on Friday the 1st, Frederick's Hartley House will be holding their Take Back the Night March at the Ben Shelton Baker Park. The event serves as a supportive and empowering space for survivors of sexual and intimate partner violence and for their allies. Help uplift the voices and stories of survivors with a march around Baker Park. There will be live music and much more. 
Community resources and hero dogs will be available for support during our event. Great event. Uh, we need more of that. Um, and also, um, since it is April 2nd on Saturday, that means first Saturday downtown, um, businesses, restaurants will be having specials throughout the day. There will be musicians and other performers, uh, spread throughout the streets of Frederick. Um, and I'm guessing that there's going to be some sort of Easter theme, Thing going on probably uh, a spotting of the Easter Bunny and I know they always try and do um, some flower bouquets uh, throughout the day so um, head down to Frederick and support uh, support some local businesses uh, trivia since Friday is April Fool's Day uh, our question of the week is when did the tradition of playing pranks and tricks on your friends on the first day of April start? You ever do like April Fool's Day stuff? No, not not really. It, it's I mean, it's just it's kind of a like a holiday that I acknowledge exists, but <laughs> never really done anything. I don't know for if it's it. a, is it a holiday. I mean, it, it's kind of like a societal holiday. Yeah, not like a tradition holiday. You know. It's just kind of something fun, you know? Yep. I haven't looked it up. I want to know. That's why I put this in there. I want to know where the tradition of April Fool's Day started. Mm -hmm. what the, all right, Nick, uh, bring us home with the whether you like it or not report. Today in Frederick, as you could probably tell from this morning, <laughs> there is a 12% chance of precipitation. The low is 26 and the high is 34, so pretty cold today. Tuesday, however, you can relax because there is an estimated 0% uh, precipitation rate here in Frederick. The low is 21 degrees and the high is going to be 47 degrees. Wednesday, there will be a 31% chance of uh, precipitation with the low being 30 degrees and the high being 57 degrees. Thursday and Friday, however, both have a 91% <laughs> chance of precipitation. Jeez. So going to be pretty rainy those two days. Uh, Thursday, low 48, high 73. Friday, Low of 41, high of 63. A little colder on Friday. Saturday, there is a 1% chance of precipitation with a low of 36 and a high of 61. Sunday has a 23% chance of precipitation with a low of 44 and a high of 50, uh, 59. Uh, and then next Monday, again, we can relax easy because there is a 0% chance of precipitation. The low will be 41 and the high will be 52. So this week... Little fluctuation in the rain, um, but yeah. kind of expected from Maryland. You know? Yeah, maybe that rain on Friday is an April Fool's Day. Oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> maybe that's, Mother Nature's gonna yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we're gonna make it rain. <laughs> All right, Nick, great job. Plug your podcast again. So my podcast is the Misleading Podcast, and you can find it on the uh, Hood College Blazer uh, SoundCloud page. Yep. Um, I uploaded episode three last week. And episode four should be uploaded sometime next week. All right. So there you go. Go head over to SoundCloud and search Hood College Broadcasting Studios or just HCB Studios and uh, and look for the, the misleading podcast. Have a good week, Nick. You too. And Thank have you a so good much. week, everybody. And uh, as always, uh, we'll let Shaka Khan lead us out. All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs>